0: What down is the your drain. what is your beer, huh? What is it? This man one week is like Corona in the fridge, and it's Modelo. I like, <laughs> just, I like <laughs> Mexican imported beer so mm. Corona is my is my one
1: right now. Yeah, I mean not Corona, uh, Modelo. Modelo is my go to right now, but <laughs> I like Corona, Dos Equis, like you know. Not too picky
2: Like I don't even see Dos Equis in the stores
0: Pacifico Like I just be seeing The Modelo commercials And I'm like What the fuck Made Chance choose that? They didn't give me the <laughs> like, i gonna- Be appealing <laughs> I- To I- like 40 year old Spanish dads <laughs> yeah.
3: I've been noticing A lot more <laughs> Let's talk about it. Let's get it started, man. Let's get it on and popping.
1: Episode 135 of the Unheard Podcast, the best podcast on the Mother effing Planet. We talking all things music. I'm your gracious, humble host, Chance. Joined as always by my, you know, gracious fellow co-host, Taj Vance. And today we have a very, very, very nice. We got a clap. Nice. Very <laughs> special guest. And um Kyle Lux just dropped his new EP Cascade. Welcome to the show, my boy. How you feeling?
4: I'm feeling good. Thank, thank you for having me.
0: I feel like Chance just channels in that fucking inner radio host yeah, yeah, like on his bus ride to school. He secretly <laughs> wants to be a radio
1: host,
4: yeah. I know you practiced that. I know you practiced that. It was, it was
1: clean. The delivery was too clean. I didn't even practice that. That was just right off the dome, not even thinking about it. But um, man, long time coming. Great to have you on the show. Just dropped the
4: EP. How does it feel? Lots of great reception. Great music, by the way. Thank you. It uh, feels good. Uh, been working on it for a while, so being on the other side, it feels very relieving. So, um, so talk about it a little bit. Talk about
1: obviously it's a, um like a like a dance album, sort mm-hmm. of house music, little funk in there. Mm-hmm. Talk about you know sort of the I'm not gonna say the switch up, but sort of that transformation. Um, you know, going from your earlier projects, uh, where you were making you know contemporary alt R&B, um with some like pop elements talk about like sort of this transition where'd you sort of get the inspiration to go in this direction
4: um honestly it was like quarantine um I started listening to a lot of like house and dance music and I was like living <laughs> alone so I like really was like listening to it I was dancing and I was just kind of like it kind of just changed my music taste and I feel like my music taste shifted and I feel like I started being influenced by like different artists Um, and I don't know. I've been to, I feel like it like kind of trickled into my writing, and um, yeah, I feel like this EP was like some of the strongest like songs that I made w- that were influenced by that period, um, like that collection.
0: That's interesting because like I was listening to this one podcast and they were talking about how like no great works came from like COVID. Like mm-hmm. they expected everybody to be locked up, they finally could like dive into the things they wanted to dive into, mm-hmm. and, and a whole bunch of great creative shit would come out of it. And like nothing came out. It yeah. was interesting to hear you say that like this was inspired by by that time you had along?
4: Yeah, I, I I wasn't creating in COVID at all. Like, I yeah. was definitely, like... <laughs> just I was, consuming. I was just consuming, yeah. like, oh, like over-consuming, even. Like, I was watching, like, TV shows, binging TV shows, like, listening to so much new music, and just, like, I don't know. Like, I was, I felt like I was living life at that time. I was also, like, I don't know if I said this already, living alone in, like, mm-hmm. this apartment. All my roommates went home, and I stayed in L.A. Um, and I don't know. I felt like I was living life as if I was told that, like... I was immortal in the sense that I was, I had all the time in the world and I was just kind of like, I'm going to lollygag every single day. And that's like kind of how that was. But it was, it was, I really, I look back on that time fondly. I kind of lost my mind at the end, but I look back, I look back on it fondly.
0: So lollygagging, like how do you go from in the cascade?
4: <laughs> <laughs> um, honestly, like I was finishing this EP by the time, like I was graduating. Um, and it was just kind of like a, Damn, I gotta I gotta like face the real world soon. Like I wanna have like a project to like kind of like step into the real world with. Um, and also just kind of like had that as a deadline just to be like, I wanna be like done with school and done with this project because I had been working on it for a while. Um, like one of the one of the songs on it was made in like 2019. Um, and like I had like finished it last year. Um, so it was just like a matter of like trying to trying to have everything done by the time I was just kind of like out of school. So what what was that like first song? Was there
1: like that one song that sort of inspired the direction per se of like the rest of the album?
4: Like how did it sort of come together? Yeah, it was uh like me. Like me inspired That's the one. The, the <laughs> Vance and I was talking about that one on the way here. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Um but yeah it was like me and um The first demo of it had, like, a a top line that I was just, like, not feeling. Um, And I have this really bad habit of sometimes if I do not like a demo, like, it's really hard for me to, like, see the potential. But that song kind of, like, made me switch the approach because I, like, took some space from it and then came back to it. And then I was just like, wait this chorus is, like, really, really good. Like, I think I this chorus resonates with me. Like, I think this is a great direction. The production is all there. It's just the verses. Like, I'm not feeling the verses. And, like, I just started paying attention to when I'm, like, turning off my listening ears. Like, I'm just, like, I'm listening to the chorus, and then I'm just, like, all right, let me wait for the next chorus. Once the verse comes in, I was just, like, no, I can, like, change the verse. Like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, and I feel like that was kind of, like, an overarching thing um, for this whole project of just, like, going back and, like, fixing the things that, like, weren't really resonating with me. Um, which is why I don't, it kept getting delayed and delayed because I was just like, wait, no, this can be better. This can be better. Whereas before, I don't know, I feel like um, I went on a rabbit hole here. But um, I don't know, before I was in sessions like um, – as a as a writer and i feel like i'll be working with a producer and then we would kind of put our heads down in separate corners and then i'll be listening to what he's like creating and then i'll be writing and then we come together and i would be like all right i got this idea like i heard what you're doing like i'm gonna put it over this part and do we'll do that i'll record it Mm -hmm. um and then we would leave the session with like a bounce of a song but then for this ep i feel like it was more so like I needed to be more involved with the production and I feel like I was, had a, a bigger hand with this EP with the production just because I was like, I don't know, like I, I don't want to like leave the studio with like wishing things were different. I would rather like not have a complete idea and be really happy where the idea that we have is at um, because it's really hard for me to like repeatedly listen to something knowing that I want this one thing changed, um, especially if I'm going to be writing to something. But yeah, I feel like now... Or for, yeah, now and, like, for this EP, like, it was more so a process where I would, um, like, perfect the instrumental first and then write over that. Um, but, and that, like, that's kind of, like, what we did with Like Me. Um, and, yeah, I just, like, kind of, like, was going back and changing things for the first time with this EP versus, like, leaving a session with, like, a song and being, like, all right, like, it's, like, pretty much done. Yeah. Um, mm. But yeah, I was just kind of like, no, like, this can be better. And I feel like that wasn't really a part of my process before, which was crazy. I don't know how I was doing that. Like, I was just kind of, I don't know. (laughs) I would literally just, like, go to, like, a session and crank out a song, like, I don't know, like like Rolling Stone was one session. Like Mm -hmm. I like wrote in the session, I left. Start to finish. Yeah, and it was just like we didn't change anything from the first session, only session we had. And I was just like, I don't know how I used to do that. Like I'm, I feel like I'm way more picky now.
0: I was about to say, which one do you think is better? Which creative process of like one session or being like meticulous about every detail?
4: I think the the latter is way more rewarding Um, because when you finally arrive at like. what you know is going to be the final product it's just like damn like okay cool and then it's like trusting your vision um, which I feel like I was learning to do too so I guess back on that process I mean it sounds like
2: I mean you described kind of like almost discovering this process and Mm -hmm. that it worked so well kind of jumping out on that ledge Um, and I was just looking through the credits for the project and Mm -hmm. like kind of who you were collaborating with and I noticed like you had one producer do a majority of the projectors EP Mm -hmm. and then kind of switched it up and there's a variety of producers like for this project like how was it a difficult process kind of trying to figure out how to take this different approach to your music while also working with kind of a new cast of producers and writers
4: yeah um yeah I think I think so um because I feel like I was it was doing a lot of I was doing a lot of wrapping up with older ideas like Darth Vader was like the one from 2019 that we started mm-hmm. um and I feel like I like I didn't even write to that until like 20 2020 2021 um and so kind of like, like knocking on that like really old like session and being like all right let's like bring this back and then like we'll finish it um that was interesting um but I don't know I really I really enjoyed Working with everybody that I did for this EP, um, and even though the process was a little bit different, I feel like everybody was super receptive. Um, because Fire. Uh, I don't know, I feel like <clears throat> when I when I would come back and just like was wanting something to be changed, it was like usually an improvement. And I feel like everybody I was working with like had the patience to to like lean into those like changes, especially Johnny um and Johnny May he's like my friend and he produced he mixed the whole thing and he like vocal engineered the whole thing um and he produced the first two tracks and the first the first um like it, it was going to be one song and then he split it up and it's been it like had the most iterations like out of the whole EP um like it's insane like there's like so many different versions of it i would say like like 15 versions of like nebula itself um and like, he was really patient with, like, the changes, and just, like, we both kind of were just, like, we had our finger on what we wanted to know, like, wanted it to be, but, like, couldn't exactly, like, figure it out, like, as quickly, um, but we both were patient, and we both were, like, open to, like, each other's ideas, which is really cool. that That's key to me, like, I love to hear that, just because I feel like so
2: many times you can even place two great people, like, in a room together, mm-hmm. but, like, if they aren't Kind of connecting on those intangible things like the patience and mm-hmm. and kind of being receptive mm-hmm. to and to you know taking uh, taking kind of you know leaps of faith and really stepping out on that ledge. Um, it can be hard for new artists and new collaborators. You know, you would think that you know the music A and R thing is easy. Just mm-hmm. put these two great artists in a room and they got to make a hit. But like mm-hmm. a lot of these people don't work the same. And like, it's, it's not easy for that process to, you know, come out with a final product. Like mm-hmm. you might get a demo, you might get a verse done. Um, But to like really see you work with the new collaborator. What was his name again? It was Johnny May, Johnny May right? Like for him to kind of come in and um, just that relationship to kind of cultivate with an actual product is like, it's just dope because a lot of times that. Newer working relationship It usually takes some time Before you really Mm -hmm. See something cultivate
4: It's, It's funny Because me and Johnny Like This was our first time Working on Anything outside of school Like we had collaborated In the past Like always for like School projects And like um i'll just be like johnny like i need to like to record something i need it to sound like good and like professional and like i wanted to i want to take it to like my professor and it sounded like good and i like knew that i could always go to johnny for something like that um and then we were always just like we got to get in a real session sometime and then we'd be like yeah and then like, we like wouldn't make it happen uh because it was always for school shit and
3: right that this, relationship like yeah that, yeah
4: but we had like built a rapport with each other just to be able to communicate and like. I don't know. So by the time we like actually had our first session, it was a very seamless transition. Like we were very comfortable in the studio, um, and like he had never like actually like started an idea with me that wasn't like me coming with something already and being like, like, could you help me produce this out, um, and like work, like engineer. Um, but yeah, that it was it was really it was really cool working with him.
0: Going to school for music, underrated, or overrated.
4: It is. Um, uh, I don't know. Everybody's experience is going to be different. I feel like it's hard to say. For me, it was underrated up until COVID, after COVID, overrated. I just feel like they were, it's really hard to prepare for what a pandemic will do to a program. I feel like there there was no reason for them to have like had a curriculum to be like, in case where we can't be in person, Like, what are we going to do? I just feel like nobody really saw it coming. And I just think that, The transition didn't really make up for what it was before. Um, But I don't blame them. I mean, like, it was literally a pandemic. Um, But I really enjoyed it up until the pandemic. I feel like it gave me a community. It, uh, like, put me in a community of artists, which is really nice. And people, like, doing the same thing that I wanted to do. Um, And, yeah, I don't know. Like, the performance class was invaluable being comfortable on stage and, like, getting getting that in, like, my bones and my body, I feel like that was really invaluable. And getting feedback, like, every week, like, performing in a venue-style setting every week, like, I think that was really cool. And um, the songwriting classes, I think were really cool. Just to be, like, showing, like, being in an environment where you can, like, show ideas and then, like, get, like, honest feedback, um, I think that was invaluable. And also just, like, taught me how to, like, talk about music um, and talk about ideas and talk about just, like, different processes is that a word processes Mm -hmm. we'll we'll go out as long as you say it definitive. (laughs) Um, but yeah uh it was it was really cool i i thoroughly enjoyed my time um but yeah i i kind of got burnt out after covid um and after that i feel like it was just kind of like i need to finish i gotta like make my mama proud like she definitely like needs to see me graduate um, and she did She saw me walk She didn't see me Get my diploma Because I had An extra semester uh, <laughs> And even then I literally was just About to drop out Like I was just like I was so over real. it I was so over it And But I know I got it I got it She got it in the mail I like made sure It got sent to my house And not like My house in LA <laughs> And she got it And she, she called me She was really happy
0: Have you noticed Like a creative process Like a difference Between like The stuff you were making For school and in school Versus like The stuff you're putting out In the real world
4: uh yeah, just like no timeline now, and it's like free freedom. Yeah, no, oh, you I, see it as more as a negative. Yeah, I I see it as more of a negative. I wish I like I don't know. There's no one. There's no one like being like you need to have an idea about this. Oh, are you accountable? Yeah, on your ass. it's like me thing, yeah. is me, and I'm not. I'm not too. I'm not too good with it. But um, yeah, it was cool to like make ideas in school. But I, I feel like in school, I'd be like, okay, I need to get this idea out by this time. So I wouldn't be, like, fully flesh out an idea. But those, are, those would be the ideas that I would go back to later on. When I was ready to flesh something, I would be like, let's start here. Um, which was always nice to, like, have, like, a, a reference library, kind of. But now I'm just, like, it's up to me to, like, yeah. Which is, I don't know. Um, I've noticed that, like, I'll, I now, like... We'll leave a session, and I might not have um, written to a song yet, but I know, like, the the framework is there, and then I will schedule, like, another session, and I'll be like, by the time I come to this session, like, I have to have the song, like, written, mm-hmm. and that's, like, what, right, currently, like, that's next Wednesday for me, so I'm like, next Wednesday, like, I have to have written to this song, and so it's, it kind of, like, it kind of builds itself in that way, but, um... Yeah, are you making more songs right now? The EP just dropped, you know. Yeah, don't put too you much you pressure on yourself, on? Dude, I like. <laughs> I haven't been in. I haven't like written a song since like like Nebula. That was like the last song that I wrote. So I right, we might have to clear,
2: We might have to clear. Yeah, we might have to clear the misconception, Kyle. You might be able to speak to this. I feel like a lot of fans of music, and I'm not trying to delegate y'all to fans being just fans of music, but I'm generally speaking, I feel like a lot of people don't understand how old. Like, the music is Mm -hmm. on, like, a lot of projects that come out. So, like, similarly, like, a lot of people will be surprised that artists are, you know, in the studio, like, right after their project drops. But it's like, yeah, this is the time they've been waiting for to, Mm -hmm. like... Really start making new songs and putting out new songs Because a lot of these songs will be like a year old, two mm-hmm. years old And it's like all genres, I feel like We'll hear pop records that were written forever ago Like Playboy Cardi, he'll fill his album like with songs that were from a while ago And like you said, you started writing in 2019 to mm-hmm. one of the tracks on the album mm-hmm. So it's like four years ago Like, But it's also special in the fact that it doesn't age itself, you know mm-hmm. It doesn't sound like 2019 you Yeah say. Which yeah. is cool, but I just had to put that out there because I feel like it's so often that so many people like associate, and it's easy to like new music with like lastly recorded mm. music. It's mm-hmm. like nah, Kyle probably got like two hundred in the tuck, ready to go right now. Like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm ready to free and free all, free all of them.
4: Yeah, is yeah, it's definitely like the work you put in right now is like the work that you'll like feel and see in a year. Um, so it's just kind of like if if I like am like resting on. I don't know if I'm resting post the EP then like in a year I'll just be like, damn, like what am I, what do I have right now? Like Mm -hmm. I'm not really prepared, but, um, but yeah, came I, out a couple of weeks ago, bro. You got at least like, really speaking. But for you. the thing they, was, they they I was doing a, I was doing a lot of that, like like in the wrapping up process. Like when I I, I was just like, I'm not doing any sessions until this EP is done. So it's like been a long time since I've been like okay. in a new session. This is like I had my last session um, like a couple of weeks ago, and then before that it was like October, um, and yeah, it was, it's it's I've definitely like taking taking a break Um and I'm like excited, equally excited and equally intimidated to like return to it. Like I like I have this idea that I need to write to, um, and the ideas have just not been flowing. I'm just like, damn, like it's, it's, I'm rusty. Like I I I'm a little nervous to go back to it, but it'll it'll work itself out.
1: Sure. So, let's um let's get a little break in, man. How about how about you play your favorite song off the project?
4: What's your like?
1: Everybody has their favorite.
4: What's your favorite? <laughs> Uh, um, I think it's between Casual Encounters okay. and Like Me uh, So maybe one of those. Alright, Like Me, Supremacy like um, me I'm a super- team super- Like
0: Me Yeah, <laughs> that's nice getting
4: big
3: <laughs> Who say you were raw, you were boy You would know you would go with a guy like me Way young and we both got far too close I can feel it in my dreams Never known, never known I can feel like this and feel it so complete Need a pissed up in reality So i believe are you down for the world on a plano? No, they don't want us to fall. Even though we it, we're gonna do it on a level Yeah, I can see it with your pause. Certain things you don't really gotta say, no. Where we come from, you just gotta visit. And I wouldn't want it any other way. I think it's mystical. Cause we get so creative. It's more than physical. Cause we don't complicate the truth. What you do is to you, is to everything Going back to that break you
2: spoke on, you know, you say you were putting in the hours, finishing the tracks, getting things together, and then, you know, that kind of time that the artist gets to chill, mixing, mastering process, you know, you're sending mixed notes and stuff like that, but you're not putting in crazy hours, recording a bunch, you kind of have your track list together. How much time, and I don't even know if it's how much time, or do you think that, like, that long period of time is required in order to come back and know that, okay, it's time to work on the next project. Like I see a lot of parallels between sports and music mm. a lot of the times. And I feel like it's so seasonal and cyclical with mm. music as well. In the same way that sports, you know, have their seasons and off seasons. Do you feel like that quote unquote off season is required in music to come back and really put in a cool four or five months
4: of recording? Um. Yeah, definitely. Um, it's just like you know art reflects life you need like some space to live your life um but honestly like the the that process that you're speaking on just like the mixing and mastering like it was not it was not chill like not that chill. was like the most stressful part of the entire process i changed mixers three times and wow, wow. i was just like it, it was it, honestly like the the process that I was talking about with this project just like going back and improving um kind of inspired me to just be like I, I don't think this is like gonna work out. I have to say a lot of no's um with like the 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 mixtures of this project and like no shade to them. It's just like they are both or they're all like great mixtures and I just think this project wasn't the right project for them
3: mm-hmm.
4: um and just like having to communicate that, I feel like, one taught me, like, how to, like, like have those difficult conversations because it's always best coming from me versus, like, management. Right, your heart, yeah. Um, and <clears throat> also just, like, me focusing on just, like, making the best thing possible. Like, really just being, like, I can't change this once it's out. Like, I don't want any regrets. Mm-hmm. Um, like, being annoying about certain things. But Johnny ended up mixing the whole project. And um, we like had those sessions together. like all the mixing happened when we were both together. um and it was like a very tedious process because it's really hard to like him he knew all the songs before because he vocal engineered them all. so it was uh it was a little bit hard to like separate the the previous demo sound from the what would be the final mix sound. um but we did that together and I feel like that was like a very tedious process as well that kind of like made the, the last like lap of like the whole process um, a little longer than anticipated, but it was, it was really rewarding. I feel like, but I, on the break thing, um, I definitely think, yeah, you need a break. I kind of feel like right now I I probably need a break um, still. um, And yeah i don't know like i i feel like i want to be a little more inspired like i'm just coming out of like my seasonal depression like i need like (laughs) i need like some time to like live life uh, a little optimistically um and yeah it's it's definitely like i think necessary it's definitely seasonal like you can't you can't really put like creativity on a schedule like you have to like lean into it when it feels good but also like have some healthy like have some healthy boundaries to like know when you like should be leaning into it more. How do you sort of um, like find that inspiration or direction
1: for sort of like where you want to go next with your sound or what ideas or themes you want to explore? Is that just more of, you know, a reflection of your life or there's certain artists that, you know, you, you tap into or is there like a community artist that, that you a part of that, you know, sort of help catapult that?
4: I feel like it's honestly a conversation that I'm having with myself right now. Just kind of like what because this next project I am going to work on is like my first album because I've only put out EPs at this point. And I feel like that's like, yeah, kind of how I said earlier, equally exciting, exciting and intimidating because I'm just kind of like, what do I want to say? Like, I feel like there's a lot of expectations that I'm putting on it. Like, I want it to be like my magnum opus. I want it to say and feel like the best like I've ever the best work I've ever done. Um, and I'm just kind of like I know I have like certain ideas that I know I want to take into this album um but it's still just kind of like some overarching themes like what do i want what do i want to say what do i want um the album to feel like what do i want the album to look like like what do i want to like move into that next space that i don't want to move into because i feel like um there's been growth between all of like the projects that i've put out so far um but i think right now i'm just kind of like still in that transitionary period um from this project to the next When you're thinking of, like, that next project, are
1: you thinking about, like, how do I put this? Are you really trying to think about, you know, the feeling you're trying to go with and then sort of make songs around that feeling? Or does sometimes it start with the songs and you sort of curtail what the project's going to be about
4: based off, you know, what you've made already? I don't know. I've, like, talked with a lot of people about just, like, the making of an album and, like, some people have said that you just got to make 200 songs that you are, like, wanting to put on. Like, I don't know, just make 200 songs that you feel good about and then pick, like, 10 to 15. Um, and other people are just, like, kind of the process that you described, like, like choosing the themes and then kind of, like, writing around them. Other people are just, like, find the North Star kind of song um, and then build a world around that. Um, and if you feel like the North star needs to change, like then change it. Um, but I think the approach that I'm probably going to do is that last one. Um, because there's just one song that I have that I has, I don't know. It's like always resonated with me. It was like one of the first songs that I made when I first came to LA and like started doing like some of my first ever sessions. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I don't know. It gives me a lot of like hope. And I think like when I like start to flesh that out, I might, like, I don't know, going back to something really old and, like, fleshing it out, I feel like it might inspire something. Um, but, yeah, I, I I don't know. It's still a conversation I'm having with myself, just kind of being like, what, how am I going to approach this? But I think definitely, like, one step at a time slash one, one song at a time. And just last point on that, like, we talk about this. I talked about this, at least.
1: Um, sort of like how... New artists, I think, like the EP method is the best way because people are able to get like a nice taste of who you are as an artist without having to, you know be intimidated by maybe like an hour long project or whatnot. Mm-hmm. So, for you, how did you, how do you know like now is the right time for you to drop you know your first you know full length project? Um,
4: a lot of it is just like damn, I got three EPs. Like, I don't want to make can't be the EP guy. All right, I don't want to be an EP guy, and also I feel like um, people like taking album more seriously. Um, but I mean, like, I'm glad that I'm at the point where I am now. I feel like I've definitely want like ears for the time to release an album. I feel like coming out with an album, um, like off the bat, like these days just doesn't really make sense. Kind of how you said, um, just because like you need, you need eyes, you need ears and you need like people's attention. You need anticipation. Um, and I don't know. I feel like your first album, like is a very large statement. Um, and just making sure that eyes are on you. Um, but yeah, I feel like yeah, just like I got three eps. I don't want to make that four. <laughs> I wanna, I wanna, I wanna have my debut album. Um, and I don't know. I feel like I'm like entering adulthood. I just feel like the timing it, it kind of feels right.
0: So take us through your thought process of just like you mentioned the three eps. You have the first ep, uh, no roof access, and it's like heavy vocals. Like mm-hmm. the vocals are kind of like the star of that one to me. Mm-hmm. Then the second one projectors. You have like the same thing But you could tell You're starting to lean Into this dance space A little bit mm-hmm. And this one You're fully in the dance Space on Cascade mm-hmm. But at the same time You're dropping like Little easter eggs Like you had Wonderful On No Roof Access mm-hmm. And you had I want to say Lightyear On mm-hmm. Projectors And it was like Okay Kyle likes to dance He can yeah, sing you can like, hear the groovy you shit you can feel like This groovy part Wanting to come out of him And then it sounds like You really trusted that On Cascade mm-hmm. So for this debut album What is it Is this like What do you think And you like Fucking, I'm really, fuck, I'm really groovy now. Or is it back to the vocals?
4: I think it's gonna be um, a lot more chill, honestly, because um, I feel like the ideas that I'm gonna be bringing into it are like the ideas that didn't really fit on the previous project. But that the ideas that I'm just like I'm definitely putting this out one day. Tough. Um, and a lot of those ideas are just like me singing over piano, uh, me singing just with the guitar, um, or me singing with like some really experimental production. Um, and uh, but I think like the overarching like feel of it is just like very calm and like very like like soothing and just kind of like um, I don't know like really not necessarily feel good music, but music that feels like I don't know, easy on the ears. Uh, might not necessarily be like dance music, but it feels like, like, well, at least I want it to feel like very beautiful music. What people would think of it when they think of uh, this, this project. Um, I feel like the inspirations are like blood orange, like Frank ocean, mm-hmm. um, like Tyler's uh, like flower boy. feels
2: like the music is giving you a hug. Yeah.
4: The <laughs> music is giving you a hug and I definitely like want, I want that. Um, but yeah, so that's something i just kind of like, I don't, it's just, it's going back on these older ideas, which is why I said like, I want to take the North Star approach and just being like, let me like flesh these out fully and maybe even like taking them to different producers because I'm not really true, really sure where I want it to be like pre- production wise and um, fleshing them out and seeing like the different routes that they can, the different like personalities that they can take on. Yeah. All right,
0: this is fun. Let's let's stay on this point. Because mm-hmm. you mentioned the North Star, and you mentioned Magnum Opus, and you, those are like two buzzwords that just got me. Yeah. So <laughs> when you think back, oh, let's say, let's go, let's say, I'm not going to put any timeline on you. Let's say three years, and you're looking back, and you finally dropped this album, your debut album, and it's your Magnum Opus, it's everything you wanted it to be. What are you looking back on it and saying, yeah, I accomplished X, Y, Z? What's X, Y, Z?
4: X, Y, Z, um... I you saying three years from now, and yeah, and you're just tonight. looking back
0: on this project, this beautiful body of work you dropped and it checked every box you had. Mm-hmm. It did what you wanted. It yeah. conveyed the message you wanted. Um, what happened?
4: What happened? I made people cry. Um, and I don't know. I like gave people a soundtrack to like some really like tender and emotional moments to their lives. Um, which I feel like the the inspirations for this album like have done for me um and like i just like made music that felt cinematic um and i know that's like a consistent word with artists and like the way they used to describe their music but like i actually wanted to like be cinematic and feel and like sound cinematic um and like i don't know be a part of its like own world uh like really just like when you start to finish it's like you're entering this space and like i wanted to just feel like I want it to be an album of like healing, um, because I feel like the songs that have stuck with me throughout the years that I want to bring to like start this is they they all feel like songs that like in their truest form like are healing. All right,
0: that got me. That got be excited. That's a good north star. I was about to say,
2: I'm yeah. already getting emotional. Yeah, Just thinking about the uh, album. You got on, my right, 9.99. Damn, you didn't have like, a title yet, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? Without the title, I already, I'm already sold. Healing music. Nigga was convinced. <laughs> I'm healed. <laughs> For real. That's hard. That's hard. I like that you have like. You have, almost. Because I don't want to call it blind confidence, because that sounds like a slight. But like, mm. you don't have you have the ideas, like you said, you have a r- initial ideas, but like nothing is super concrete. Maybe mm-hmm. I'm wrong. Is anything like super concrete yet down on for the next album?
4: Yeah. Like, I know there's like, I would say there's like five songs that I'm like, I definitely want to release these. Um, I think they should be out into the world. Um, but I like, I want to see like how maybe fleshing these out might direct the direction of this next album um but yeah because like regard like i just like i love how much you can speak
2: on what you want it to be without Mm -hmm. knowing exactly what it is yet yeah i feel like a lot of artists you know like they do the press run and they talk about the album after it's out and after it's made because it's like yeah not only do you now know what it's about but like people have also heard it so it's like maybe a little easier to talk about it but Mm -hmm. like for you to speak so confidently about at least the feelings you want to invoke, without mm-hmm. like the music even being concrete, concrete yet, mm-hmm. is like I like that. It gives mm-hmm. like Tosh said, it gives me a lot of excitement for just the album.
4: I feel like honestly, like this, like those five songs, that I like. I feel like I will want to put on this album are like the songs that I feel like the most confident about, like in my entire discography. So I'm like really excited to, to start doing that. That's amazing. Um, but yeah. How do you feel about um? How do you feel about collaborating with other like
1: artists, like vocalists um, at this point in your career, just because, you know, up to this point, you've really been, you know, sort of a a solo act Mm -hmm. per se. Like, you know, you have one feature, Um, but how do you, is is that not something that you're interested in at this point in your career, just because you're you're trying to, you know, sort of submit yourself Mm -hmm. um, or just explain that?
4: I, um, I'm definitely open to it. Um, I like to do it with my friends, like Jordan, um, sang some background vocals on Casual Encounters, Mm -hmm. uh, Jordan Simone. Um, and that's kind of like the first time I've had like another like singer on a track of mine, I think. Yeah. Um, and I don't know, like doing features for other artists, I think is really, uh, I think I'd be really good at it. Like, I think I really, I really think I'd be really good at it. But I haven't been offered by the artists that like, um, that aren't either like my friends or artists that I look up to. Mm-hmm. Um, so the time it just hasn't really presented itself. Um, but and then like vice versa. Like, I would love like the artists that I would love to like feature on my music. I feel like a little bit out of reach. Um, Some of those artists. Um, like. <laughs> I, I love Omar Apollo stuff. I love Smino. Like, somebody recently was just like, like, tell me Smino's feed to feature on Like Me. Like, like he would eat that up. And he, I was, and he would be like, I'll pay it. And I was just like, he's too expensive for me. <laughs> he's too expensive for me. And, like, I do not know that, man. I don't know he knows me. But, um, yeah, it's just like, yeah, those, those, those are a couple of artists. Um, but, yeah, they're just, like, a little bit out of my, or a lot out of my, like, circle of reach, I feel like at this point in my like career for it to like, make sense. I love Raven mm-hmm. Um I loved her last album. And, uh, yeah, like those are three artists. And then like, of course, like larger artists that, I mean like, I love James Blake, I love Beyonce. Beyonce is not gonna get on. A I would love track. to hear, <laughs> I would
2: love to hear you with James Blake. Nah, because that's because that's going, the one. Because <laughs> nice. you like, I can't remember which track it was. Was it either, me, hmm, I can't remember but you have you play with the your vocal your mm. vocals a lot with mm. like the layering and the stacking mm. and I can't even tell if it's just you singing in a lower register or mm. if you like drop the pitch and have them stacked but like just all that vocal chain mm. kind of production stuff. Yeah. That James Blake also does. I feel mm. like that would just be really cool hearing y'all kind of go back and forth whether he's on it singing or not yeah. just hearing him fuck with your vocals I feel mm. like would be No, he's
0: definitely a huge inspiration for me. That's tough. Not throw Kyle in the sad James Blake bag. <laughs> that's that's Cheers. winter on lock. Guarantee, yeah, guaranteed tears. Yeah, <laughs> life is not the same. Then Kyle comes in. <laughs> <laughs> that's <shit> right there, crazy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we can get another unheard. Mm-hmm. Let's go, with Kyle. I'll play. Um, this is from No Roof Access. Really like this. Is probably my favorite song off that project. Oh, uh, this is wonderful.
3: I know that you're scared. Scared of your power. I know that you're tired. Tired of the things I say to you. I know that you dare to keep the world on your shoulders. We'll only know if we get older, I know. I hope that you dare There after hours. I hope that you can even when you think that I'm a fool. Think I'm a liar? Should you judge me when it's over? Always wondered what so solve, and now.
0: fun game. This was, it kind of goes off of making a project, but this is a little different. We're going we're gonna to make a playlist. We're going to make the ultimate Kyle Lux playlist, since we got Kyle in the studio. Guardrails, 10 songs. Kyle's full discography. Kyle, he's a great artist, but he also has a great monthly playlist he does. So I think he can really shine in this mm. segment and help curate his own ultimate playlist for the Kyle Lux fans out there. So
2: oh, Are we taking into account sequence? Yeah. Okay.
0: That's that's a huge uh, <laughs> bar I had. So we got we gotta come up with the sequencing of the playlist. We gotta come up with a cover art, so we'll find a cover art online. We gotta come up with the vibe. What the, what's the vibe of the playlist? And then we gotta name it. Okay. And also the little description. But it's all Kyle, right? All Kyle. Okay. I mean, we can also do Kyle, Kyle since you're here. Do you want to do Kyle plus some inspiration, a little inspirations as well, or just all Kyle?
4: I okay, mean, you you setting the boundaries. You, let's
1: I do a little bit of that. Let's do like let's do like a blend of Kyle, but like also like like maybe like three or four like Just know
0: three inspirations. We'll go three inspirations. Kyle and three inspirations. Ten tracks. Okay. All right. What's the mood before we begin? Yeah, that's that's checking. All right. So yeah, we're in the war room now. Yeah, we're making a project. Um, mood is, or at least
2: how we're starting because the mood that starts doesn't have to be.
0: Yeah. Callback. Callback. What's the north star
4: of this playlist? It could be. It could be. uh, A drive, a sunset to like. Blue hour drive, blue hour. What the hell what the is, blue is blue hour? hour? <laughs> yeah.
1: I was like, is that a term that everybody knows? No, <laughs> I don't. I thought okay, so the
4: first time somebody used that, I was
3: like, huh? Is it a place? Do um, so I have to Google it?
4: No, no. It's like it's like a <laughs> Wait, when the sun sets and yeah. then the sky is like like really blue. Uh, but the sky was always blue,
1: but like I thought dark it get more uh, like orange. Yeah, it's orange like orange
4: hour. and then it goes to blue. Oh, blue
1: hour. Okay, so this is a popular. This term. makes sense. Like, okay, I see. It's kinda like when the when everything like the sky and the ocean like oh, are like the golden same hour.
4: Yeah, after golden hour is blue okay. hour. I didn't right? know that there were multiple hours. So it's damn, like you're so driving like...
1: and then you see the sunset <laughs> and then the blue hour okay, like, okay, okay, okay. It's I like, like that. It's like we got limited time before it like fully get dark on us. So like mm-hmm. let's make the most of it.
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah. Good North Star. All right. Hmm. So we got the vibe dash North Star that we're going for. Okay, now let's let's load up Kyle's discography. Let's see it. What's a what's a good I'm intro? Th- the intro is important when I was Mm. this is a a little insider when I was interning at Spotify those first few songs you see on the playlist those are the most important songs they always make sure those are the most popular songs to keep listeners in and attract them so this is the most popular part the most important part those first few songs
4: Mm, okay okay how about I mean I feel like Rolling Stone one of the first songs I released like that that kind of brought a lot of people in, so maybe that. It's a
0: strong intro. All right, all right. We got Rolling Stone, kicking it off. Song right. one. I don't know. I I
1: know we gotta wrap up. I feel like we we gotta wrap up with like a, a light year or something. Maybe mm-hmm. I feel like you know that's that's something that's a little suspenseful. So you're putting mm-hmm. that at the end. I think I think that I think I think I like that at the end. How y'all feel about that? I like that final. Yeah. All
0: right. Track ten. Light year. Um, maybe "Are You in
4: Love" is number
0: two. "Are You in Love" has to be top three. Rolling Stone into "Are You in Love." Let's mm-hmm. think
2: about
1: this. Okay, is there no like hmm, maybe a break? What is yeah. Yeah. So maybe, maybe, maybe a break, a, break. Yeah, yeah. a, little, a little yeah, like um, a little um, little interlude, <sighs> spoken word maybe. Say it's fine. Well, what, well, that maybe might
2: be this a little be be a bit uh, later in the night because if it's still yeah. blue hour,
4: yeah. say it's fine might be. I feel like um, it could be a. Uh, like one of the feature songs. Like, you know, okay, inspiration, of inspiration card. Okay, perfect, yeah. Two. Um
2: So from Rolling Stone
0: to Are You In Love, the song is... Inspiration. All right, which inspiration goes best off of Rolling Stone? We talked about James Blake. We talked about Omar Apollo. We talked about Frank Ocean. Solange,
4: Ford. Raven Um, I think Ford by Beyonce, but it's James Blake. It's off of Lemonade. Okay, Okay, Rolling Stones a lot about uncertainty, Um, and like Ford is just kind of like we got to move on, regardless. Of whatever. But James Blake version, well, it, it, it's like it's just basically a feature, okay, you know, where it's just him the whole track. Um, but yeah, and then track
0: three we hit him with "Are You in Love?" I think he'll, so. He'll come right back, yeah. This is a strong start.
4: Meow, mm-hmm. meow. <laughs>
0: All right, we got track one Rolling Stone, track two Forward Beyonce. That's James Lake. Track three Are You in Love, and we got track ten Light Year.
3: Mm.
0: If Like Me maybe doesn't like make a this lover, top a, ten, I'm lover loaded. Maybe like <laughs> Like, a like me or Lover Loaded like, Fantasy like next. Me
1: is also later in the yeah. Night. We gotta I get I like, like Me
0: somewhere like the seven range. Like. Yeah,
1: I feel like this is like peak, so we probably want to go with like peak mood. Like Lover Loaded Fantasy is like high energy. Mm-hmm. That's probably not a later in the night song That's probably like Let's get this in Before it gets
0: too dark
4: Yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, can, I can see that
0: Alright So we got that first Third of the track The 10 track project mm-hmm. done You guys wanna fill out the back third Since Chance already gave us light Year.
3: Mm-hmm. I feel we like we Wonderful like
0: Gotta be on yeah, there And I, I, I feel like wonderful. Thank
1: you for the moment Both of them gotta make it Thank yeah. you for
0: the moment Definitely has
1: to make it But thank All you right. for the moment That feels like the outro. That, that would would be to, the outro. All right, too. well maybe we maybe we move um what 9 light what year, to light year. Yeah. maybe light year is 9 or something. Mm. Thank you for the moment. Is it?
4: I like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Damn, I'm about to actually make this. Oh yeah, we're, we're going <laughs> it with it's the gonna episode. Be gone. It's <laughs> going to come up.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, do we want to transition? Damn, should we throw a single on there? I went out. Mm. mm. Nah. nah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: we've got we got six songs so far. Um we've used our we've used one of our three inspirations. You got any more inspirations you want to throw into the Um oh,
3: oh
0: oh. What's the last song we ended on? We ended on Thank You for the Moment and then before that is Lightyear.
2: No no what's the last song like for the first it's just one, two, three we got?
0: Uh we got one track one, Rolling Stone, track two, Forward by Beyonce Jet S. James Blake, track three, Are You in Love, track four, Lover Loaded Fantasy.
4: Mm, track 5 Could be um,
0: Wonderful You didn't say so comfortably, <laughs> So not very confidently
4: Track 5 could be wonderful Alright <laughs> like, I was good with it I just wanted more confidence <laughs> I like
1: that I feel like another collaborator is due right here mm-hmm.
0: Off of wonderful very powerful song. Mm-mm. Pyramids that, That's why he's that's, Kyle Lux people. we're making magic. And <laughs> oh, Chance disagrees. Mm-mm. No, no oh, just I, I thought he was And then he got into it. <laughs> All right, great pick. Is this where we throw in like me? I, I, I'm gonna at second I, like I think like, like me at the pyramids
4: pyramid, though. I feel like, but the, the think about the second half yeah that's where you're coming out of,
2: so then it has to be like me to something to something to light no, it's year just, it's just like thing. me and then one other track, and then we got light year, and thank you for the moment, oh, at nine and ten, yeah, so wait, like me would be track seven, yeah oh yeah, if you want to put it here, No Cause track we we were just talking about track oh, one? wonderful yeah. was
4: track five mm-hmm. yeah. okay, now I'm geeking, <laughs> yeah, and then like me after
0: nice you know I mean? prime real estate, mhm, prime real estate. So then track eight right before track eight last collaborator dash inspiration.
2: Between like me and light year.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm. 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 Um last collaborator would have to be Jared Basalange.
0: Yes. Transmission Solange. All right. My agenda's
1: complete.
2: <laughs> My agenda's <laughs>
0: complete. I think we got to It's pretty good. All right. Track one, we got Rolling Stone. Track two, we got Ford, Beyonce, that's James Blake. Track three, Are You in Love? Track four, Lover Loaded Fantasy. Track five, Wonderful. Track six, Pyramids by Frank Ocean. Track seven, Like Me. Track eight, Jared by Solange. Track nine, Lightyear. Track ten, Thank You for the Moment. All right. That's it. We, po- we got the vibe. We got the sequencing. Now we just need name, cover art. And we're out. What are we naming this? Mm. What did you call it? What did you yeah, say the thing blue was? Hour. Blue Hour. Blue Hour. But well,
2: you said it. What was the like full. Yeah, setting? it was like a full. Was Like driving
4: down the 101 <laughs> into the west to the like. Yeah, just driving, for, driving um, from sunset into the blue world.
1: world. Ocean. Blue world. Blue <laughs> world.
2: Sea World, you're gonna end that sea, sea
3: World. The
1: Blue World. It's like the ocean, right right, right up against the, the sky. It's just like you just encapsulate it with blue. Like, no? No. Nah. Blue World's way. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just
2: got sun. So you said driving from sunset to the blue hour? Like, like, into
1: the blue hour. Like
2: you're driving into the blue hour. Into the blue into
4: the blue like hour. Into the blue hour. I like that. Blue, blue World, eye. hey. <laughs> blue World Deluxe. <laughs> <laughs> Deluxe EP.
0: All right, we'll find a cover art that fits that. I, I don't think we can collab on a cover art right now. Let's <laughs> let's ask
1: Chat GPT. <laughs> Give us a Blue Hour cover art.
2: <laughs>
4: I think that's for Dolly. Oh yeah, oh, you're hip
2: to, the, you're hip to the make.
1: Oh,
4: your hips today. Your hips today. They make.
1: They <laughs> make. They make AI cover art. Dolly. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah, we're cooked. I wanted to ask you about that. Matter of fact, man, how do you feel about this whole AI? Like, as an artist, especially, um, do you,
2: does your pen feel threatened? Oh no. <laughs> i don't think
4: I, don't, I honestly think like the only artists that it's gonna affect are like artists who are already established in their careers because it needs such a large library to like understand like the voice the and the writing style and like the mm-hmm. model and i'm just like if you like gave an ai my music and asked it to make a song like, it would not be able to um just uh, there's not enough data for it like i feel like also like the vibes between all of my projects are different so it's like I don't know, like, of course, like, you can do a Drake in the Weekend, like, AI song, because, I mean, they have, like, tons of music out, like, there's so much data, but also at the same time, like, they're all, like, very established artists, like, it's not a real threat to their career, like, AI music isn't gonna, like, stain their career, it's not gonna, like, be an actual threat to them, um, I mean, I understand that's where we are now, and it has a chance to, like, evolve and grow, um, but I feel like people need, like, like, face a face to the music. Like, people, it's also, it's all about an experience. Like, and that experience, like, has to be accompanied with, like, you know, like human emotion. And I think it's, um, I don't know. Because how are you going to go to the AI tour?
2: Yeah.
1: I know, I'm not, I'm not worried about that. But I mean, do you, so you're, you think the,
4: the warrior is overblown? Call it. I mean, I mean, eventually, I'm pretty sure like AI would be in like studios and like, like it'll be like a songwriting tool, but I mean like,
1: I just, just a tool, no threat.
4: Yeah, it? yeah, it's gonna be a tool, and I feel like it's new, and it's I feel like when things are new and like unfamiliar, people initially respond to it with fear. But I mean like eventually, people understand like how it can how it can like be to our benefit and not necessarily to our like demise. Would Question: you, Yeah, would you the the main like
2: kind of use case I've heard from it so far, and like production process would be like an artist having demos to deliver for whatever artist the weekend mm-hmm. and they would re- go and record their demos and then push them through mm-hmm. this model or whatever so that their demo comes out so that when the weekend receives these demos he can kind of hear like his finished voice over them rather than the songwriter's voice how would you feel if you heard a five-pack of, like, Kyle Lux (laughs) demos. It would throw me off. And also, like... That was your voice, but you know you... Like, those were demos. Like, would that help you conceptualize them into, like, a finished song? Not at all.
4: Yeah, I didn't think... Yeah, because also like uh like I've written like songs for pitch and I remember I was just like, oh, I'm gonna get like this person to sing their demo because like this person kind of like has a similar tone. And then my professor was just an like, artist don't like normally like that. Like artists like to like be able to like hear it in their own voice and not be thinking about like how it sounds already near their voice. Uh, like when they receive like pitch songs and it's like actually better to like not have it. Be in the same realm as their voice, like still like being the same register. You don't want to be writing for some. You don't want to be like have a, a song that you're pitching somebody that's going to be out of their range. But it's like, it's not always like ideal for it to be in like a similar like a similar voice of the artist.
2: Thank you for that. that's a gem
4: because I feel like, yeah, it's just so many people that are
2: like, ah, oh, the AI would be dope here. The AI would be dope here. But it's like you know, if you talk to artists, like, yeah, some things could be worked at as tools, but like mm-hmm. also like that's not helpful like yeah. that. Yeah. It's cool that you might be able to deliver a song and mm. my demo sounds like the weekend, but mm. like, I don't think the weekend really cares for that. He'll yeah. keep working with whoever's just going to keep
4: yeah. attending his normal demos. Mm-hmm. Cool. I think it'll come down to the music.
0: Always oh, comes down to the music. All right. I think this has been a great episode. Yeah, man.
1: This has been a great episode. Great episode 135, man. Thanks everybody for tuning in, sticking in this long. Thank you for having yeah. me. Of course, man. Thank you for coming on to the pod. We hope the listeners found this enjoyable. We know they will. Um, so, yeah, man, we just appreciate y'all for tapping in with us. You know, yeah. as always, bro, we appreciate, you know, the support and love and all that good stuff. Make sure you go give us a follow on IG at Unheard Podcast, um, Twitter Unheard Pod one Give us a like on all, you know, streaming platforms. Share with your mom, your daddy, your grandpa, the whole nine. Um, yeah man I think I think that's it for me On my final words again Thank you again Kyle Luck Singer songwriter Go check out his EP Cascade It's excellent And uh, also check out You know All his previous music Great music If you like You know Great music Let's get <laughs> it <laughs> <laughs>
3: Feeling washing me Your felt the sun When it was raining What you see You love All my skies, You think you made them Yeah up your pride, you don't belong, each in my eyes, babe. I don't Uh...
2: Podcast over, dog.